Welcome, welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1, featuring Bay Area Sports Insight. Now, here's your host, Jimmy B. Sports fans, good morning, and welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show. I'm your host, Jim Barron. You are in the gymnasium on this Saturday, October 30th, Halloween weekend. We're going to be talking about some scary football. We got the Bucks going up to take on the Saints and Jameis. We have some uh, World Series baseball to get to, some college football, and of course, we're going to talk a little bit about the Lightning. Get back on their winning ways with two good games this week. Number here, as always, is 877-448-7901 or sports at power at 901 is the email. We'll be right back. You are in the gymnasium on Power 90.1. There's a lot going on at the Landing Bar and Grill in Valrico. There's great food at the Landing featuring several signature landing-only specialties like shareable appetizers, seafood, flatbread, salads, wings, pasta, pizza, burgers, gluten-free, keto-friendly, kid-friendly, Friendly, dog friendly, desserts, craft beer and cocktails, and a lot more. And if you're looking for entertainment, we've got it. National holidays, food events, live music, karaoke, cornhole, and live team trivia. Check out our full menu on Facebook or online at thelandingvalrico.com. Sports is back and we've got that too. The Landing Bar and Grill off Lithia Pinecrest in Valrico. The Landing Bar and Grill. Land as strangers, depart as friends. Now, now back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Before we talk about the Bucks and some football this weekend, I want to touch on the Lightning. They had a great uh, couple games this week. We beat the Penguins. We got revenge on them, 5-1. to one. And Then we came back on um, Thursday and beat the uh, Coyotes. Arizona still has not won a game this year. We uh, beat them again 5-1. to one. So after losing 5-1 to one to um, Buffalo, we came back with two more 5-1 to one games. This time on the right end, Killorn had two goals, and uh, that was actually our first home win of the season. So we look forward to expanding on that. Monday as we uh, host Washington. But, you know, at this point of the season, you take the two points and you just move on. You know, Pat Maroon had a great game, dropped the gloves a couple times. He was ready to play. Like I mentioned, Cologne scored twice um, in the first period. And we went on to, um, like I said, win our first game. Stamkos had a goal and an assist in the first period as well. And Vasilevsky looked more like his usual self, making 24 saves. Um, he did have a shutout going. He lost that in the last uh, seven minutes of the game when Lawson Krause um, scored a goal for the visiting Coyotes. So, you know what? We take it as we go. We get two points. We move on to the next game. And at this point of the season, uh, you know, everyone wants to compare the team of last year to this year. And we're not going to do that. We're going to just keep on improving each each week and uh, as the season progresses and the players, the new additions get used to playing with each other, uh, they will definitely gel and they'll be able to take care of business and keep on moving along. Uh, it was nice to um, see them get the win yesterday. Uh, if you look um, Stamp Coast, we had a little bit of a drought going with the... Um, Power play, you know, we had a curse, if you will. We were, I think 0 for 15, but uh, Stamkos took care of that. And uh, like I said, 
enough of that curse. Move on to the next one. We'll be hosting the Capitals on Monday evening here. And with the nice weather outside, it's always nice to sit outside there uh, at Amelie. If you don't have tickets to get inside, uh, it's always great being around the fans, whether you're uh, outside taking in the game on those big screens um, and the watch parties or else inside. Either way is, is really a great uh, venue there. So, um the same teams, you have Florida, you have Buffalo. Uh, I think that as we move closer to the season, getting into full swing here, I mean, it's still it's still football season. You still have baseball going on. You have the NBA. You have all four of the major sports going on here at one time. So the focus solely isn't on the Lightning, and it will be a good time for them to adjust to each other and some of the new players. And we did make it look easy against um, Phoenix last night, although um, not much to say when you're playing Phoenix. So again, keep going forward. And I want to hear your thoughts on what you think um, the Bolts have done well so far this year and you know what they need to work on. I think, as always, their season will get better as it goes on, like it always does with the Lightning. Our defense is going to play a main role in making Vasilevsky's job easier between the pipes. And um, the offense, I'm not worried about the offense. I do not like the fact, obviously, that the injury bug is going to keep Kucherov out for, I believe, six to eight weeks. That's never a good thing. But uh, we do have the talent, and I think that we're going to be able to um, – you know, weather the storm and keep going. It's a long season. So again, your thoughts, 877-448-7901. Have you been to a game yet this year? If you have, what was it like? And if not, do you have plans to go? Sports at Power901 if you want to email or jimmybsports.com. We'll be right back to keep the show going on Power90.1. The Property Shop, your one-stop shop for all of your real estate needs. Looking for homes for sale or rent in the Tampa market? Text HOMES to 71441. That's HOMES to 71441. The Property Shop is a full-service realty and management company with a team of partners to give you that extra peace of mind. The Property Shop is truly your one-stop shop, providing stellar service in all areas of realty. And right now, new home buyers will receive a one-year home protection warranty for that extra peace of mind on your next big purchase. More info online at The Property shopusa.com or 813-655-5000. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Busy weekend around here in Tampa Bay. Obviously, you know, it's Halloween. We have the uh, Stones in town. Last night, we have Jason Aldean. Tonight, I believe. Um, so, busy weekend here. And, of course, we're talking World Series baseball. Before the Rays were around, a lot of fans around here were Atlanta Braves fans. And the Braves are back at home now for three games this weekend. Uh, they're playing all weekend. Last night, today, and uh, tomorrow night for games three, four, and five. So, now, the first two games, they split the first couple games. The Braves took the opener by surprise out there in Houston, 6-2. Uh, Soler had a, a good game. Um, then the Astros won uh, game two to tie it up. That score was 7-2. to two. want to talk about Charlie Morton in that game one. What a performance. Um, not longevity or 
anything amazing from a, uh, a pitching statistics standpoint, but just the fact that he was able to go out there and pitch to the, what 16 pitches he threw with a broken fibula, a fractured fibula that he got hit on a uh, ground ball back to the uh, line drive back to the mound by Yuri Guriel in the second inning. Um, what a, a very gutty performance. And if you look at Morton, he's always been like that, never says too much, just goes out there, does his job. And, uh, you know, last couple of pitches, 95 miles an hour, he's throwing to Altuve and then got him on a um, an 80-mile-an-hour change up to strike him out. But he's out there, again, with a fractured fibula, um, pitched to two batters in the previous inning, sat down in between innings, came back out there, and uh, got Altuve out on strikes. So well, what a gutty performance by him. I really hope that... Um, he, and then he apologizes that he wasn't able to do more. So that's just the kind of guy he is. I really wish that we would have found a way to keep him down here in the Rays organization. Um, classy guy, and I wish him a very speedy recovery. They said he should be okay for um, spring spring baseball. So Astros came back to one game two. Altuve, um, Jose Acredi had a good game. Uh, it's going to be a long series. If you're a fan of either of those two teams, I think you're in for at least a six-game, probably a seven-game series. You have some rookie pitchers pitching this weekend. I look for um, a lot of runs being scored, uh, depending on the weather. I know the weather isn't the best, I don't believe, for a couple of these games in Atlanta this weekend. But, you know, kudos to Atlanta. At least they're able to get a makeup from the way that the All-Star game was yanked away from them earlier this year. Uh, they're out there celebrating, honoring Hank Aaron and everything, all the accomplishments that number 44 had. So maybe it's fitting that they go out there and, and finish the job this year and bring Atlanta a, um, a world championship. Love to hear your thoughts. Um, were you a Atlanta fan before a Rays fan? Maybe you still are. Maybe you like both. Maybe they're your National League team and the Rays are your American League team. Um, also, would like to know, Did you? are you over the Houston cheating scam? Uh, you know, I know that started off this year with the Astros players and teams getting booed at almost every um, stadium they went to every uh, time they had an away game. So uh, I'd like to know, are you guys over the fact that they did what they did and they uh, got caught in the cheating scandal? And uh, does that come into play right now while you're watching them in the World Series? They were very, very talented team, no doubt. I believe they may be even a little more talented than Atlanta. However, there's something about Atlanta that uh, it seems to me that it just may be their time to, um, you know, take a trophy home World Series championship to the city of Atlanta. What do you think? 877-448-7901 or JimmyBSports.com. I know the rankings, the, um, as far as people watching the audience on TV, the ratings were up almost 13% from last year, they say. Um, you know, I, I don't know if part of that was the smaller market raise being in there last year or just everything with COVID. 
but for whatever reason, the, the uh, ratings are up so far this year after game two. Uh, you know, the teams that did not get here that were in the playoffs, obviously we'd love to see the Rays continue the success that they had. I know there's a couple players in the running for uh, Golden Gloves this year. You have, I believe, a Rosarina. You have um, Wendell and Kiermaier, I believe, are in the running for their positions. And uh, as far as the outstanding players, you had Altani from the Angels and Harper from the National League with the Phillies. So they got the um, Players' Choice Outstanding Players this year. Congratulations to all those guys. And we'll see if we can get a couple golden gloves here. But back to the World Series games. Uh, let me know what you think about the fans chanting. We're hearing some noise about it's time that they stopped that with the with the uh, tomahawk chop there. Again, I think it's part of what they do. I enjoy listening to it, even though I'm not a um, Braves fan. I think it's part of what they do, and the fans get into it. And you know, if it helps the team or it helps your team win, I don't think it's bothering anybody. Uh, but again, that's my opinion. We'd love to hear if you think differently. Uh, and again, the number here is 877-448-7901. Or you want to email sportswithpower901.com. You can go that way. We're going to talk about the Rays a little bit more starting uh, next week. I have a feeling that there's going to be some uh, uh, news potentially with maybe a um, uh, some expansion teams, possibly... Uh, what's going on with the Rays building a stadium. As we mentioned many times on this show, the two places that I thought would make the most sense would either be at Ybor, where it was proposed back in 2018, or um, up by the fairgrounds where I-4 and I-75 um, come together up there. I thought that would make sense. But I, I believe right now that we're going to, uh, potentially hear some news next week. And I think it's going to be some good news. Obviously, we want to keep baseball in the Tampa area. I think that Major League wants to take advantage of um, some of the economics right now to be able to expand if they could. And there are a couple of locations that Major League Baseball is looking at. Um, and I believe Montreal may be one of them. You may have Nashville as another team. You may have uh, Charlotte. So we're going to see what happens with uh, baseball when they have their meetings and, and going forth. But I think that it's going to be exciting time for the Rays. And no doubt we need to keep uh, this team down here in the Tampa area playing. And this side of the bridge, I believe, is better than the... Um, Clearwater side of the bridge for the team and for their fans and for the corporate sponsors. I think there's a lot of money on the sidelines right now waiting to be poured into a venture with the Rays. And I think that if Sternberg is able to, um, you know, maybe Major League will give him his own team, his own expansion team, I think it would be best for the area if he were to um, diverse himself of the team and let local ownership take over. We're going to talk about that next week. And I think that would be great for the whole area. Again, your thoughts, 877-448-7901. We'll be right back. We're going to talk about the Bucks and some football this weekend.
Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-726-2194. 800-726-2194. That's 800-726-2194. Now. Back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Sports fans, welcome back. All right, let's get to it. We're waiting for the Bucks and the Saints tomorrow, 425. It looks right now as though the Bucks are favored in this game by, I see, five, five and a half. I'll tell you, it's going to be a tough game up there at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. I think that despite Jameis Winston saying all the right things this week in the press conferences and, um, you know, listening to the coach, Sean Payton, you know, how much he has matured as far as Winston I'm talking about. And he has, no doubt, uh, sitting last year behind Drew Brees, learning from one of the best quarterbacks ever, I think that uh, did him did him good. I mean, his season this year so far, his the, the major knock against Winston was his uh, interceptions, not the completion. Someone was going to catch the ball most times, but unfortunately, guys with the other jerseys on were in that mix more times than not. So I think this year, uh, I think he has like 14 touchdowns, only uh, three or four interceptions. So he's definitely matured to the point where he knows how to get rid of the ball on third down and come back and play for another set of downs instead of trying to force it and be like Superman and uh, cause his team to lose the possession of the ball and, or even worse, pick six more times than not. So as far as the game goes, I mean, he's definitely more conservative, less attempts. They had their running game. When you have a, a running back with the abilities of uh, Alvin Kamara, you can do that. Unfortunately for Winston this week, a lot of his uh, receivers aren't going to be there. I, I don't believe he's going to have uh, Taysen Hill. <clears throat> he's not going to be back. I think that Michael Thomas is iffy at this point, so he, we may not see him either. And if not, uh, it will be uh, a big, a big uh, burden on Deshante Harris up there, and you know Callaway, Marquez Callaway. It's going to be play a big role in the receiving offense for the Saints. Of course, when you're up there, it's a tough place to play. So the Bucks will have to go to a uh, different snap count, maybe a silent one. We'll see what happens. But um, talking about Jameis, I think that never was a um, area or team or group of sports fans more divided than when he was down here playing in the Tampa area. And I think he either loved him or he hated him. Uh, you know, people wanted to see the Bucks win. A lot of them 
uh, would, would have rather drafted Mariota, which in retrospect wouldn't have been much better. Uh, Jameis, a lot of talent. And I think what you see with him right now, uh, being more conservative, more laid back and, and quiet, that's that's helping him to a point. But the thing that makes him so good is his emotions. And I think you're going to see the Bucks find a way to really, you know, bring out some more emotions in him this week than you've seen so far. They're going to get into his head, not in a bad way, but the, since they know him, he, they're going to know what to do, what to say, and you're going to see some trash talk, and I think it's going to be very emotional to the start of the game. Uh, you know, he came here in 2015, and, you know, he, he has a lot to prove in this game. So he has it circled for a while now, and I think that I think if you look at what the Bucks need to do, depending on wh- what weapons the Saints have, if you can shut down Kamara and then make him him being Jameis, beat you with his arm, I think the Bucks have a good chance of winning this game. Now, saying that, it's not going to be easy for us because I believe that the Saints are going to, the 11 that they're going to put out there on the defensive side of the ball will probably be the best 11 that we've seen all year long. Um, you know, don't forget, you're going to have um, Marshawn Latimer out there. He'll probably be on... Uh, Evans, if I was to guess. So with that being said, I I look for a big game for Godwin. Uh, Brady loves to go to Godwin. I think Godwin, I've said many times, has the best set of hands on that team. And a big plus for the Bucs, what I'm hearing is that Gronkowski is going to be back in the mix this weekend. So if, if that's the case... Um, that's obviously Brady's go-to person on a third down. Yeah, he may look out of the backfield for Leonard Fournette. And don't forget, uh, touching on Fournette, it's a, a big reunion for him going back up there. Played at LSU, obviously, so it's a uh, going-home game for him. But no, Brady may look for him out of the backfield. Uh, but I think w- when crunch time comes, He's going to be looking across the middle for Gronkowski if he's able to be played, and um, I, I think he will. So, uh, looking at the big picture, I can see it being a fairly lower-scoring game. I'm not going to say low-scoring because I do think that the Bucks are going to be able to score some points. Um, they've been putting up 30-plus. They may get 25, 30 as well, but I think it's going to come down to our defense being able to to force Jameis into doing things that maybe he was trying to get away from doing this year. Um, and like I said, maybe getting into his his head a little bit as far as uh, this is a big game for him. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. 877-448-7901. What do you think the Bucks need to do to be able to go out and win this game? Now, it, it, can you see them losing this game? Yeah. I mean, how often do we take two games from the Saints in the course of a season. You can go back as far as you want and either the Saints take two or we split for the most part. So I wouldn't be totally surprised if the um, Saints found a way to eke out a victory, although I don't see it happening. I think the Bucks buy a field goal um, to win the game. But I, I, I do think that it's going to be a very good game, definitely the best game of the week, in my opinion. Um, so I think that Arians will have a good game plan. And you, you want to stay with a mixed, 
attack on the offense. We've been doing a great job the last several games. Don't forget, we're six and one. So um, it's not like, you know, we need to be able to change things up. So keep on doing what we're doing and the teams adjust to us. Um, I think a good mix again, 60, 40, 60% running the ball, 40% passing the ball is a good uh, offensive strategy for uh, Arians and Leftwich. Brady at this point in the offense. We don't need Brady dropping back 45 times passing the ball. If that's the case, then, you know, we're in trouble. And that's where Jameis got in trouble so many times is that you know, our defense wasn't that good when he was down here and he was forced to drop back and, and pass 50 times a game. And in doing so, you know, more turnovers than not. So I think that if you look at the whole scheme of things, uh, our defense is going to be able to uh, just stuff the line if it's just going to be Camara, and I don't look for a big um, play out of Jameis. I'll, however, I say that, and I wouldn't be surprised if he does get one snuck deep in the secondary at some point during the game. Um, but the, the one thing about us, we do have Antonio Brown out for the game. So again, what he brings to the table to this team is a deep threat and he's someone who as, is as emotional as Jameis can be at some point. So I think that we're going to miss him to a point. And we have to be able to keep the Saints defense honest. So at some point during the game, Brady is going to have to um, stretch the field and you know, try to find someone, maybe Johnson down sideline, perhaps uh, uh, Evans as well. So I'd love to hear your thoughts. 877-448-7901. Go to JimmyBSports.com. Let me know what you think. Um, to give you my top five right now. Uh, not much change from last week, but the, the order of the teams, I believe it changes up. At five, I have Baltimore coming in there. Uh, despite their loss, I do think that they're one of the uh, top five teams uh, in the league. I think that if you look at Lamar back there, um, he's a one-man wrecking crew, and he needs to be, you know, reckoned with. And you know, when he's on, he's on. And one game, I like their chances. Number four, Arizona. Arizona had a tough loss Thursday night to Green Bay. It was a great game. Um, Aaron Rodgers came out, played well. He had his top three receivers. Out for the game, still managed to find his buddy there, Randall Cobb, a couple times. And they came away with a victory on the road in Arizona. Like I said last week, I'm not 100% sold on Arizona. Obviously, they're a very, very good team on both sides of the ball. But I had them third last week. I have them at fourth right now in the top five. I have Green Bay, who we just said just beat them um, in the third third play, third slot. I think that, um, you know, something about watching Green Bay, they're very similar to the Bucks. a couple injuries like we talked about, and they're doing what they have to do to be able to win. Kind of like the Bucks the last couple weeks with the injuries, we're you know, doing what we need to do until everyone is, is back 100% and just finding a way to win and get on to the next game. If, you know, a good strategy is that if you can win all of your home games and half of the away games, you know, we're talking about 13 wins, you know, 12, 13 wins. So that's a good success formula to get to the playoffs, which obviously is what our goal is at this point of the season to win the division, get to the playoffs. So 
uh, Green Bay at three. Number two is the Rams. I had the Rams at one last week. Um, I had the Bucks moved up to one. The Bucks are the re- um, they're the champs from last year, and until someone actually knocks them off in the playoffs on a neutral field, wherever it may be, um, you know the Rams did beat them. Yes, uh, I don't think that. Um, the Bucks were on all cylinders in that game, and I think that traveling out to the West Coast, uh, I, I do believe that overall uh, the Bucks are a, a more well-rounded team, a more seasoned team, and you have two different animals when you're talking about the regular season versus the playoffs. If those two teams met in the playoffs, which is very possible, um, I would definitely go with Brady and his experience over uh, Stafford and what's going on with the Rams, although the Rams are a very good team. So Bucks one, Rams two, Green Bay three, Arizona four, Baltimore five. Let me know what you think, if I'm all wet, or if you uh, think that the Rams should be one, if Green Bay should be one, if Arizona should be one, whatever you think. Be happy to talk to you about it. The number here is 877-448-7901, or you can go to sports at power901.com. We'll be right back. you listen to the Jimmy B Sports Show. You are in the gymnasium on Power 90.1. Here's a COVID-19 update pertaining to cruise travel. Everyone wants to get away and go on a vacation. But let's face it, there's a COVID fear factor out there. But here's some good news. Taking a cruise is probably the safest place you can be right now. All cruise lines have initiated very thorough testing requirements for all passengers and employees. They've also enhanced their air filtration systems, continual cleaning of the cruise ships, and have much stricter occupancy limitations. What that means for you is you can have peace of mind knowing you can have a wonderful vacation on a cruise ship without putting yourself in a severe risk of getting sick. Make your cruise vacation plans now. Call and let one of Viva Voyage's cruise experts help you find the safest cruise package at the lowest rates of the year. 800-284-1349-800-284-1349-800-284-1349-800-284-1349-800-284-1349-800-284-1349. That's 800-284-1349. Now, now. Back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Sports fans, college football Saturday. If you like college football, the last couple weeks, the games were, uh, the matchups, not that great. Today is a little bit of a different story. Starting off uh, in a couple hours here, we have Michigan and Michigan State. So it's one of those games where um, Michigan, number six in the country, Michigan State, uh, eight. First time since 1964 that both teams have been in the top 10 when they're playing for the also famous Paul Bunyan trophy, the bragging rights. So I think it's going to be an interesting game. And I don't, Michigan's never been to a, a Big Ten championship game under Jim Harbaugh. So they need to win today to be able to get there. I look for it to be a uh, pretty low scoring game. And I think Michigan does find a way to come out ahead on that one. The interesting game for us is, uh, you know, Florida fans will be uh, Georgia and Florida. Huge cocktail party up there. So I think that, you know, after last year when Florida really did a number on Georgia, Georgia has some revenge on their mind. Um, 
Georgia's coach Kirby Smart's not really saying whether JT Daniels or Stetson Bennett's going to start for the Bulldogs. And then, you know, you have um, Mullen not saying whether he's going to start Emory Jones or Anthony Richardson. Um, so I, I'm going to say this. It doesn't matter for Georgia if they start Daniels or Bennett, and it doesn't matter for Florida if they start Jones or Richardson. Georgia's going to win this game. They want to be Vince from last year, and I believe they're going to get it. So, um, you know, when you look at this game, it's obviously one of the most uh, looked look two games during the season up there. And I think that this game is going to be uh, close for a while, but Georgia's defense, I'm telling you, they have a, a, one of the best defenses that I've seen in college football in a long time. And I'm not sure. Um, they're just physically different. And I think that at this point, the, um, the Gators are going to be uh, outmatched and outmanned in this game. And, I do look for Georgia to uh, go ahead and, and win this game. You also have Texas Tech at number four, Oklahoma. Uh, you know, Sooners going through some turmoil of their own. Uh, you, you never know about the quarterback. Uh, the good news is they can expect the return of, of Jalen Redmond, the defensive lineman who plays such an integral part there, holding down the Sooners' defense. So I think uh, he may be coming back. He had a knee injury against uh, Nebraska. Uh, you know, Tech's going to be fired up, and I think it could be a uh, decent game for a while, but Oklahoma is going to definitely prevail in this one. You have Colorado playing Oregon. Oregon's ranked number seven. That's a 3.30 game. That should be interesting. I think that, um, you know, Mario Cristobal and company, all they have to do is just keep on winning, right? Keep on winning and get to the next game. Um, other one that I think is going to be an interesting game in the Big Ten as well, not just the Michigan-Michigan State game, but later on tonight, 7.30, we have number 20, Penn State, at number five, Ohio State. So the winner of the Michigan-Michigan State game um, will be Ohio State's biggest competition for the Big Ten, in my opinion. Uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, you had Penn State ranked three, Iowa ranked four, or, or vice versa. Uh, since then, both those teams are falling out of the graces of of the top um, teams in the league right there. And, you know, for good reason. I don't think that um, Penn State, I don't know what happened when um, their quarterback, Sean Clifford, got hurt when they were playing Iowa. I still haven't heard no, what his injury was. I guess it was some type of um, mid-body injury. But they, they haven't had an offense last week in the overtime game, which went to nine overtimes, which is a whole other topic we can talk about. It's a ridiculous system that the NCAA has for overtime. But they had 62 rush yards in last week's um, nine overtime loss to Illinois. So 62 yards, and I'll tell you, Ohio State's defense stops the run, which is going to make uh, Penn State have to pass the ball, which obviously Clifford's going to have to have a, a, a very good game to keep it close. I look for Ohio State to really 
um, you know, run away with this game, to be honest. I don't think that Penn State has what it takes at this point to make the game close, but that's why they play the game. We'll see. So um, I'd love to hear your thoughts. We do have, um, you know, USF had played on Thursday night. They played, they played decent, actually. You know, Mangdom's a very good um, running back. Unfortunately, um, there are a couple game changers. We did lose 29 to 14, which puts us two and six on the year. I, you know, I, I do think though that Jeff Scott is doing a, um, a decent job getting the team going in the right direction. Like I mentioned, they're two and six overall, one and three in the conference, but they do have, you know, UCF, Houston, Tulane, uh, Navy and Cincinnati, who's, you know, ranked in the top, uh, five in the country right now playing in two weeks. So um, that should be an interesting game. And who knows if the stadium's packed, you know, you feel Raymond James and, you know, anything could happen. But I am hearing that there are some uh, violations with USF, with both the men's football and the women's basketball that will be coming to light here. And I think that uh, you may see a, uh, a probation period for both of those programs. We'll see how that all shakes out. But anyway, time is up. Unfortunately, it always goes by too quickly. We'd love to hear your thoughts on anything we talked about, whether it be the Lightning, uh, having a good week, getting back on track, playing Monday against the uh, Washington team, whether it be about the Bucks and Jameis Winston waiting for us up there with open arms to play that game or about the World Series, Astros, cheaters or not, Atlanta fans, what do you think? And, of course, some college football. If you guys went to the um, Stones concert last night, let me know how it went. Email me, sports at power901.com, and have a great weekend. As always, stay safe, stay vigilant. And above all, stay positive. We'll talk to you next time in the gymnasium on the Jimmy B Sports Show. Have a great weekend.